it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. He has players with him and decides to use them, and it should be four, and it is. It's special from the Spanish in Seville, and Germany just can't live with them. It's understandable. Germany are chasing the game. They're committing bodies high up the pitch. But I did say, if you try and press Spain, they have the ability to play through you. Two or three really excellent, incisive passes, and suddenly Germany are all. Bian Ruiz, look at the space for Torres here, who wants a hat trick and gets one. The Spanish swagger, evident for all to see, and Germany are all at sea. Hello and welcome to the. A Tacticas Podcast. This is your host, Kian Subani. It is Tuesday, November 17th. The Spain-Germany game is not over at the time of this recording. It's 6-0. Mikel Oyarzabal just scored the sixth goal. We decided to just hit record before the game ended because we knew that Spain were going to win. Um, and why not delay? before the game. Why delay? Um <laughs> Because we, we we might as well just get a head start, right? Diego Diego Lorin is here. Diego, how you doing? Hey, man, you can still hear the commentators on the background blurring it out. It's six uh, nil. We're at the one minute and fifty. I mean, this game is over in five, four, three, two, one. The ref will call it over, and there it is, the end. Historic win, man, and a historic win for Barça or for Barça. <laughs> this is almost what it feels like, or sort of revindication re- against the German side from uh, a side that is dear to my heart. Uh, it feels good, man. Look, I say historic, not just for Spain, uh, obviously making booking their ticket to the final four of the UEFA Nations League final, which is what this tournament is all about. But I mean. The way that Spain, this young Spanish team, has dismantled uh, Germany, uh, 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 what was seen by many as you know a solid, a well-oiled <clears throat> machine, has just been taken apart by a bunch of youngsters um, under management by Luis Enrique. So, you know, it was honestly a joy to watch, a pleasure to watch this game, and and I'm feeling good. It was a great performance. A terrible Germany performance. We'll get to all that. I didn't want to do the intro tonight. I succumbed to it because you said that you have people sleeping and it's late, and I totally get that. 
The reason I didn't want to do the intro was because it was bittersweet because Sergio Ramos left the field at halftime due to an injury. Uh, and uh, that, well, I mean, the severity of it. We, 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 are, know, we right? are yet to see the severity of it. <clears throat> Part of me hopes that in his mind, he recognized this game is, is meaningless and it's over anyway, probably. It was 3 nothing. I think it was, when, yeah. when he came off. And he just thought to himself, okay, take me off, precaution. This Real Madrid team is already decimated. Varane also came off at halftime for France due to a niggle. And the team is already missing... Canales has come off. Canales also came off early in this game, and this just points to that looks deep... more more serious. Well, he he that one was weird because he he controlled the ball and then it seemed to me intentionally kick the ball out of bounds to just get the ball out of danger so he doesn't. Get That's success. exactly what he did. Yeah, yeah, um, and just a million muscle injuries around Europe right now, Diego, because there's just too much football during a global pandemic and. It's bittersweet. Mm. That's why I kind of was like bittersweet about all this because part of me was just thinking about like, man, we really we really are not just playing only the essential games, right? We're playing pretty much everything at this point. And there's a lot of injuries, not only in Real Madrid, but everywhere. And um, so, yeah, it was bittersweet. But let's let's talk about the game. Were you surprised at how it all, all unfolded? Unfolded? Tongue twisted. Unfolded. Absolutely. I mean, without any shadow of a doubt. Uh, you know, let's not forget that this Spain team uh, is the same team that, of course, lost against the Ukraine, drew against Switzerland, and drew against Holland. I mean, it's not been a very convincing Spain, and we've been very vocal about that. Uh, so to see this Spain just, and again, and I don't want to underplay or downplay this this victory, it was historic. It's not very often that you see a Germany squad uh, get taken apart by um, anybody for that matter, let alone Spain or, or you know, in this case, Spain. I keep bringing Holland to the mix because I, you know it, 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 it's personal when it comes to Germany. Watching Germany lose 6-0 is like me watching Real Madrid lose 6-0. That's why you, know, you kind of like putting water over the fire and damping the euphoria that I'm feeling at the moment, despite having a stomach flu and my kids and family being asleep, Keon, is a little bit of a downer, I got to say, because it's, uh, <laughs> for me, you know, Ramos limping off or going off was not, you know, didn't sort of concern me. Yeah, of course not. It only whatsoever. concerns the Obviously people who, who are sympathetic Obviously. to other human beings. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, and and I, having said that, Canales as well. So, look uh, to answer your question. Very surprised. We, we we don't know what we, you know, are to expect of this Spain team so far. I think though, if you're Luis Enrique, this is exact. This was sort of Luis Enrique's wet dream, if you will, when he you know went to bed at night thinking about okay, how do I want this team to work? How do I want my tactics to be impl- uh, implemented, you know, and to be executed rather. This is what he would have imagined, and we saw Spain do everything that you want to see from, you know, uh, Spain under uh, Luis Enrique management. You're talking about uh, a lot of, you know, Spain that was pressuring their team. The pressure was relentless. Um, The ball movement was good. They were chasing loose balls. They were causing confusion, causing havoc havoc in the back, forcing mistakes, if you will, uh, on behalf of Germany as well. The ball movement was good off the ball movement was good i mean 
you could talk about individually or collectively, everything was just ticking uh, uh, accordingly. You know, from Morata to obviously Ferran, Ferran with a hat trick at a massive game, but Daniolmo, it just everything and everyone seemed like a seamless fit. Fabian, who came in, had probably the game of his life, man. I mean, you know, that Canales injury, if anything, allowed this team to even raise its level. It just, it was, it was great from 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 front to back. Uh, having said that, you know, at the back, uh, with you mentioning Ramos coming out, off, of course, we had uh, the central defenders were um, Garcia and uh, 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 Pau Torres. So, you know, the, the new generation, the next generation, and they didn't even get tested by the Germ- this Germany squad. So it also, of course, uh, uh, shows that Germany was, was a shadow of itself. Having said that, though, I think a lot more credit has to be given to Spain uh, and less credit taken away from Germany because they were just they were just stunned, man. It mm-hmm. was it was a relentless Spain team that was, was just suffocating Germany. They they and 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 stunned them. They had no answer. They had no answer. They didn't. And I so I to me this game had a tipping point. There was a before and after, and I don't I can't put a direct like minute on when it happened, but basically in the second half I think it was pretty clear. Um, there was a point where in the could, first half for me, this could have been already over, man. I think in the first half it was over. I mean, by halftime, it really, yeah. I really felt like, even if you look at the numbers, like the Germany, I think had one attempt on goal compared to 13. They barely Nuts. touched the ball. Right. Their transition attack wasn't good. Sane, who should have been their dangerous man on paper, was, uh, was terrible. Was it was the worst. It was awful, awful, awful. Uh, but there was a, t- there was a, before and after of this game, a point where it's like you can't analyze this anymore from a tactical perspective because yeah. it's just yeah. a bloodbath. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was like starting; it was starting Agreed. to turn into Germany seven, Brazil one, where it's like right. at some point you just stop analyzing this. It's not really football anymore. It's just Bayern a bunch eight, of open space. Two. Yeah, exactly. You, you said it, not me. Um, uh, <laughs> That's why I said it felt like revenge. It was revindication. You know, it was it just felt good. Any German team will do. You, you, you also said like. And somebody else asked us this on Twitter, like, is this more Spain being good and Germany being bad? I think mm-hmm. the answer is ultimately both, but I agree with you that it's more Spain credit than Germany sucks. Um, we can, we should know it would be the responsible thing to do that to say that Germany was missing Kai Havertz. Um, who else? Joshua Kimmich. Uh, Rudiger was injured. Marco Royce wasn't there, although I don't know if, like, Emery Chan, like, I don't, Julian Brandt. Mm-hmm. I think there's one or two people that I'm just forgetting at this point. But look, it, 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 I, I look, Kian here. You know, I, I, I have to be honest. I plead my ignorance. If somebody that knows German football inside out, will you know, if we can invite them to the pod, or if they're listening and they can be vocal about it on Twitter, I highly doubt any of those names that you just mentioned would have changed the outcome of this game tonight. Spain just came out with an edge and stifled Germany from from the get go. There was. You know, it was it was like I said, just a, a wet dream for Luis Enrique for everything that he probably a coach will be preaching his team and wanting his players to execute. That's what we saw, man. It was it was uh, you, you talked about the tipping point. I think the tipping point came right around sort of halfway through the first half already, where you just saw you know Germany being suffocated, committing mistakes, just e- even, you know, chances that turned into second chances that, that convert were then converted into goals. It was, it was, it got ugly, man. It got ugly early on, like real early on, where you were like, holy shit, we're, we're in for a treat tonight. Well, I think if there was a case for 
players for them to make a difference. It would have been one or two of the defenders and or Thomas Muller, like a leader in attack. But we should also state that it's not like Spain were completely healthy either. They're still missing Thiago. Ansu Fati's injured. Um, they didn't yeah. even test Ramos coming out of halftime. They didn't even test that backline to see if Spain would have even been uncomfortable. That, that's what I was saying. Exactly. <clears throat> um, you and I also didn't record a podcast after the Switzerland game. So we kind of have two games to talk about. And I think, but I think there are themes, Diego, that I took away from both games. Um, I thought the Switzerland game, there was a little bit of misfortune. Like it was just a little bit of bad luck. Um, the goal that they conceded was just bad defending. You know, Ramos being dragged out of position, the rest of the line not covering well enough, and and give credit to the goal. And give credit to the goal it was beautiful. Um, I think I think it was Mikel Marino who really should have been able to get there in time and block the shot. But um, obviously, Ramos missed two penalties, taken two uncharacteristically bad penalties. Um, the second <laughs> one was was even worse than the first one. Ugly. Um, I think he almost made up for it with his free kick today, though. It seemed like he that that, that was a, a serious attempt on goal, and Müller did we had to pull a good save to keep it out. By the way, that was a weird free kick to begin with, because that was like <laughs> yeah. I think it was Sergio Roberto and Olmo both fluffed their shots, and then Olmo gets taken down. the The replay shows that one, it was in the box, and two mm-hmm. should have been a pen. Should have been a pen. I thought at first there was no contact, but one of the replays later showed that there was contact. So that should have yeah, been a absolutely. pen. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Is how, there, there's no mm. VAR in, in Nations League? No, there isn't. Nations? No, no. There isn't, yeah, huh? No. Mm. Um, do you have any explanations for why, why Ramos missed those penalties, especially the second one? I, like, I, you, can, you saw Whoa. the goalkeeper shouting at him, everyone getting in his head. Ramos doesn't get stifled by those things normally, but I just felt like it was a weird, I don't know. It looked like I, he didn't look confident somehow. I mean, the second one, he definitely lost all of his confidence. And he was like, you could see his thinking process, his, the, you know, the, the process of the patterns that he was going through where he was going, okay, I'm going to do this one. And he does that little pause, you know, before he actually kicks it. And then I felt like in the second one, you're going, I just can't panic, no. And then he just changes a millisecond before he kicks, he changes mind. And I don't know what that was, but that was... I mean, you know, my grandmother could have stopped that one, that second penalty. And the first one, I think it was just a badly taken penalty that he wanted to tuck away into the left corner, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but just not far, not not out of reach. And, and, you know, the goalkeeper dived to the right place. And that already set him up sort of for failure come the second time around, where then, you know, he, he was, like I just described, he was really going through uh, a whole bunch of... Um, I guess I guess self doubt, and then my question is, what will we see next time? Right? Is will he be the guy for Real Madrid to step up to take the penalty? I I would suspect yeah, so. For sure so he would. I mean, what was it? Twenty five penalties, uh, uh, consecutive penalties where he scored two uh, is a big hit. Of course, you're gonna. But who else? You know, who better than Ramos? I guess to bounce back from uh, that to start another goal scoring streak. It's it's only up to himself, and I'm sure he's going to step up to the plate. I thought um, the his p- partner, Pau Torres, mm. deserves a lot mm. of credit. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned a while ago, a few months ago, I think it was that yep. Pau Torres, you like this, you thought for sure like this is going to be Ramos' That's partner, it. and I was skeptical, but yeah. he's been. He's been really good. And against Switzerland, he was awesome. Um, mm. 
and against Germany today, I mean, he was the guy. He was the build-up. Everything yeah. went through him. Yeah. His passing was, was amazing. His distribution yeah. was amazing. His defense was, his defense was amazing. Um, Everything was yeah. good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really good. Um, some of the themes that I thought that cover both games, Diego, was that I thought the press has been really good in both games. Especially on goal kicks and like Germany's one solution was to kick it a long diagonal ball to usually with Sané. But that was their only way of escaping the press sometimes. Other than that, I think Spain pretty much did everything they could to, to stifle the buildup. And that that like pocket, like that space in between and behind uh, Philip Max and and Robin Koch was just they they had no answer for that Ferran Torres just got there every single time and en route to his hat trick had some questionable moments passing in transition but ultimately like they just couldn't stop him which was another great sign to see uh, another young Spanish winger do really well Mm. Um, and stepping up when Ansu Fati was injured oh man fantastic it was Ferran Torres really came into his own this match um uh, really early on, uh, again, it was. It was. I felt early on it was going to be a special night for Morata uh, and and Ferran. Really, um, I felt that both of them sort of mm, already early on. You, I was texting my pops. I was saying, "Wow, you know, you can tell that Morata and and and, and Ferran are really kind of, you know, they're feeling themselves tonight." Uh, Morata played like a vet. He played like yeah. uh, like a man that was on a mission and something to prove. And I don't really know how he's doing over at Juve, but if he's playing anything like he's playing right now for for Spain, then um, you know they'll I guess they'll turn their fortunes around soon because he just looked lively. He looked like a, yeah, a vet, like like a guy that was taking the lead and and was sort of taking the team on the back and 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 pushing this team forward and and making you know the rest of the team. I guess also it, it was sort of contagious uh, the way that these two, him and Ferran, were playing. Uh, they were just everywhere. Uh, connecting well uh, again, Morata felt that that he was very generous. There was later in the second half his little uh, back pass. I mean, this this match could have finished, you know, a lot uglier for Germany. I think I felt this this match could have finished eight or, or nine two, and I don't think I'm even exaggerating. Uh, there was one moment where he he uh, I want to say it was oh, shit was it Fabian maybe to Morata who passes it who leaves it back to Olmo. And then, actually, no, it is Fabian who puts into cross. No, Olmo that puts in the cross back to Morata. Exactly. Anyway, there was a whole b- bunch of, you know, a string of passes that would just, it just, you know, showed how well this, this, this at least starting 11 uh, and, 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 and Propuesta, this, this uh, proposal of Luis Enrique's uh, style of play was, was really working. And, and again, uh, on Germany's end, there was nothing, uh, you know, neither. I mean, I, I thought, uh, what's his name? Gorecha, Gorecha, right? Am I mm-hmm. pronouncing that right? I thought mm-hmm. he had a very poor match as well. Um, and the, the whole German, it, it just looked like, you know, the 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 the, the high school, uh, uh, what do you call it, varsity team playing against JV or something. Like the gap was really that big. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> you're looking at the Spain guys thinking these should be household names and the German guys 
thinking like, oh, this must be the young guys coming up that are getting their asses handed to them. And it was actually the reverse. I mean, this is the new Spanish generation that have some key veteran players in it, I think, that even that, that if they are working, I mean, because one thing you talked about, the you know, the Switzerland game and, 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 and other games that Spain has play, have played where we've never really gotten bad, really ultimate, like very bad feelings from this team, even though the results haven't always worked out in Luis Enrique's favor. Be, the reason being is because the chances were being created, right? You always felt that this team, okay, once the ball starts going in, or, or, or if only a few chances uh, would have gone in, the result and the whole narrative of this team would have been different. And that was the case tonight. It was just a you know a, a best case scenario where everything and all the players were uh, uh, going into the same direction, and everything you know the wind was sailing in their favor, and everything was going in. It's 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 one of those games that is, is almost hard to explain because again, Spain lost against Ukraine. We drew against Switzerland. We drew against Holland in 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 performances that were okay, you know, sort of uh, all right. Something is there, but it's not fully convincing. You know, tonight was an exception. I think we we cannot expect this team now, to, you know, to go on and win the Nations League and the Europa League or the the Euro, Euro Cup. No. And I, I hate I hate killing the party also, but Germany really were terrible. Um, we're terrible, yeah. You mentioned uh, some of those chances. I mean, and off the top of my head, there was the Morata disallowed goal, which also okay, exactly. I don't I don't. There was disputed. one replay. I guess he was probably offside. It was it was marginal, but I only saw one replay. But it was probably the right call. Um, there yeah. was one where if if, if Ferran would have held on to that ball a millisecond longer before passing it off. That would have been a goal, and and I think you know had VAR been in play, we would have been disputing maybe right now whether that should have been allowed. But yeah, great call. There was also the in the second half where Dani Olmo, amazing work to win the ball in the first place, gets into the box, mm, and if he just so squares it to mm-hmm. wide open Morata, that's another goal yes. probably. Um, another but he goal. decides to yep. shoot it. Uh, Dani yeah. Olmo was awesome. Even that header or I think that he it, I got like in the air and hit the bar. No, he, oh, he tried to massive. shoot. Um, the XG is out for this game. Spain 3.47. Germany 0.12, which is basically nothing. Like, they didn't create anything. Mm. Ferran Torres on his own 1.28 XG. So, (laughs) one of the players who quietly, maybe just because her Ferran Torres and Morata and even almost took some of the headlines, Koke was... This was about as good a Koke game that I can remember in a long time. His passing... Some of the chances mm. he created. Yeah. Um, well, maybe that has a lot to do with it as well as the fact that those you know players, midfielders like uh, like Koke, uh, you know, we're see we're seeing how well he's playing on with his, his side as well with Atletico at the moment. It's a, just one very convincing performance after another where he is you know the center, the nucleus of that team, and and kind of dictates. Uh, how well the team is kind of almost executing on the day, right? The chances that the team will get, and his passing was on point. He had a, didn't he have a nasty taconazo as well to I want to say Olmo that that almost converted into another goal or that that was at least a chance. I think it was him. There was this one moment uh, where Coque I think had just a beautiful taconazo to Ferran uh, that was stopped by Neuer or, or went went sailing. I don't remember, but but again. Great game, for sure. Great shot with Koke. You and I were talking, I think, last week about, like, when are we going to see the Spain's 11? 
Mm. How much? Of, yeah, that's a good question. How much of this team? I mean, because like in a game like this, you see, based on who's available, that is, not everyone's available. You see, Luis Enrique probably playing a more full strength kind of lineup. Uh, how much? How many the starters do you think that you saw today are going to be part of like important pillars? Oh man! Um, so it's it's you know obviously recency bias will come into play. Mm. I think I'm picking one. Well, you can say Unai over, um, what's his name? De Gea. I want to say De Gea. I think, I think, you, I think you kind of can, actually. I don't know. I... Can you? But he didn't get tested tonight, though. I don't think you can say it for sure, but I think it's a possibility at least. And I thought against Switzerland, he was great. Apart from that one time he came off his line and yeah. Sergio Ramos had, <laughs> Ramo had the goal line clearance. Apart from that, he's been really good. But you're right; he wasn't tested. But yeah. you know, De Gea actually hasn't been that bad either, which not really contrary no. to what people will say about him. He United. actually has been okay for for Spain of late. But yeah, that that may or may not be one. Yeah. So I think the back line is pretty much set. I mean, you're looking at Sergi, Ramos, Pau, and Gaia. Uh, Gaia, Gaia, and Jordi Alba. Maybe will will uh, Carvajal is injured, but. Uh, yeah, okay. But, I mean, Ramos and Pau, I think we agree yeah. with me now that that's his central defender, right? I think Gaia starts um, too. I think Gaia will start <clears throat> too, for sure. Uh, and looking at the rest, I mean, right now, Ferran is the hot ticket in town. you got to keep him in. Morata played w- what you'd want a number nine for Spain to do. So a Morata like this, I'll have him starting all day, you know, every day. Uh, but you got to put Ansu in that, you know, front three as well. You got to put Ansu in there. Yeah, the the attack and gets in the midfield. Coke and Rodri are in. Uh, you think Coke is in? This Coke? You don't. You're not gonna have this Coke in, in your starting eleven. Well, I just said I know that Thiago has to start. Why? Because he's. The best midfielder that they have, in my opinion, just like the way he can control the game, see the game, read it. You have to have him in there, I think. Um. Well, then you know we got we have to see it as well more more frequently. Um. I got to see it on a regular basis with with Thiago. A bigger question mark for me. If he's is, healthy, um, then yes. You know, Busquets was injured uh, against Switzerland. He came but you don't off the want Busquets. But, and he didn't play this game, and I thought the team just flowed both ways better. Yeah, Boosie is just not at this point. Even for, also for, for, you know, for club and country, it's it's now is a good time where Boosie will come off the bench and and get minutes. Yeah, I don't think you, you can count him in, count on him as being your regular starter at this point in his career. Yeah, the the midfield. I mean, the other player that we haven't seen in, is um, is Saul. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a few question marks, but I, I think like among the among the people who I think have worked into their starting lineup for sure are are Ramos, Pau, Torres, Gaia. Even though I think Regulon is awesome, and I think Cucurella should play more than um, he has been beyond getting like called up. Um, I think Gaia has probably got the. Le- I think Carvajal's a lock on the right too if he's healthy. Um, 
And then, I don't know. Sergi, Sergi did pretty good, man. There was no complaints. Anything you can say about Sergi that was bad. I have no, but but again, I'm not. I, I'm not looking at this game as like the de facto thing. Like I, I have no complaints about Sergi no, Roberto but, either. But I just think Carvajal, right, also Carvajal for, has that position on lock. I, I really do. Uh, but the most interesting thing, one for me would be Morata. So where do you? Because this version of Morata, when he's locked in, like his he mm. didn't stop moving once off the ball, like no, just relentless exactly. movement. Even defending yeah. on the box on on Sané at one point, um, he had how many shots did he have? He had four shots. He was shooting on sight, um, getting on the end of thing, just towering over. Who was it that he towered over on the on the header? Who's, I don't yeah, remember who it was. I don't know. That was a great. I mean, that angle was impossible. That was that was just a great. You know, from the second post as well, uh, getting it over. I mean, it went over Neuer. It was it was one of those World Cup goals almost. You know, when when a team needs a goal to, in, in this case, to get things going because it was really you know kind of lit the it, it lifted the lid off of the the can and 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 opened the the worm, worm open can of worms. What do you call that? I think you were about to call it a wormhole, which may or may not work too. I don't know. <laughs> I was going around in that direction. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, he didn't really specifically tower over anyone that I remember. No, didn't he, he just got it over. Uh, he didn't have to jump particularly high. I mean, it was just, uh, he, he, he got it in a way where it was just a hard angle. Yeah. Tough angle and really just kind of skimmed, Right underneath the crossbar. I don't honestly remember anyway. what he did. I, I remember just remember that, that it was a goal. We're doing this off in... the fly, baby. <laughs> I don't remember if he jumped or not. Uh, but either way, whether he jumped or not, if he didn't jump, that's even more impressive. That's like somebody dunking without jumping. Like how many, mm. how many people can do that? Um, so that's an interesting one because Morata, when he plays like that, brings something that no other player really brings. Um, certainly mm-hmm. not Diego Costa yeah. at this age. Alcácer not no. with his health. Gerard Moreno, different type of player. So Morata brings something fresh. And again, not every, not like last year's. This Morata. Yeah. It's just this Morata that brings you that. <laughs> yeah. So Juve yeah. Morata, whatever it is, it it it's whatever working. it is. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? Is, is what anything else from this game that 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 served for you? Germany getting their fucking asses handed to them 6-0, my friend. That was just good. It's just nice. Like I said, I've got a I've got like a, a stomach flu. Uh I might be it might turn for the worst tonight. I don't exactly sure yet. So I might be in for a very bad night, but knowing that Germany lost 6-0, at least I'll be vomiting with a smile on my face. Crazy scoreline and <laughs> Yogi Lowe is, um, I don't know if he's actually in hot water because I don't know if the German FA actually want to get rid of him or not. I, it seems like Germany fans are, are you kidding crying, me? crying for him to leave. What you, well, just because he looks like, you know, a dude from Cali from, you know, say the mid-60s, he's got that exact style going for him that is living up in the hills and like a lost uh, Hollywood producer looking for his next star to make the next hit movie, that shouldn't be a reason for him to, you know, get the chop already. I think Low uh, Jurgen has been doing very good with this German team, and and uh, that is that is Scott. I mean, to say that this German team has got 
tons of talent on it is is an understatement. Um, and I think right now, given the fact that all the teams in Europe are sort of uh, in no man's land, where you know what did France do? Did France didn't have an impressive game? I think against Croatia. I don't know how exactly how the score ended because I uh, last time I checked was one all. Um, but you know you don't to, to to get rid of your manager at this point before the Euro Cup would be a mistake uh, for somebody like you know the likes of Jurgen Lowe as well has been training with these boys uh, for many years now and um, and has been you know they played good games like I mean they've they've had their solid performances and their day in the sun as well it's 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 hit or miss i think with any team at the moment there's not one team that has been consistently brilliant and consistently dominating their opponents um so that that it just sounds very drastic what you're saying at the moment i don't i don't see any reason for them to do that i think it's i think it's today's result though has been um kind of like a bunch of poor performances it finally popped for them and some of the bigger games, like especially those Netherlands games, one of them they were pretty good. Um, the other one they got a little bit lucky. Another one they got blown out of the water. I don't know. I where if I, where well the three where nil get... the three nil in the last UEFA Nations League. I just think that against the Netherlands. I what? just I just think that what are you talking about. What do you mean? The, uh, Holland, the, the the time Holland played uh, Germany in in the nation, the UEFA Nations League. How long ago was that? Holland and Germany played each other three times. One in 2018, Netherlands won three 0 That was a Nations League. That was like kind of like the debut season of the Nations League. I think. But you're talking, uh, you're talking two years ago. But I mean, that's why I'm saying like these big games over the course of the last couple of years, it's kind of been a little bit stale for Germany, if you ask me. Mm. They they followed that one up with a loss to France. Um, then they drew the Netherlands. They didn't play well. And I so look, maybe your point is valid. I don't think like them sacking um, Yogi Lo now is like the equivalent of sacking Lopetegui, for example, who was unstoppable with Spain. This one is a very, very, very vulnerable Germany side who might need something fresh, and they still have time, I think, before the Euros. But that's just me. I could be wrong. Um, any other Spain national team things? Olmo was good. Ferran Torres had great. seven shots. Like he was just everywhere. Oh wow! It's like what is that? Almost fifty percent efficiency. Um, no, yeah, Olmo was great. Um, let me look at my notes real quick. Mm, again, I thought I was really pleasantly surprised with uh, how Fabian came on. Um, and again, just looked like these this group of guys have been playing for a long time uh, with each other. They they knew their, their movement. They knew their spaces. They knew uh, exactly when to press and where to find their teammates and moments of, uh, of regaining possession and everything. Um, again, all in all, an incredibly <laughs> sound and very convincing performance, Kian. Um, unfortunately, for the very big game this weekend, Diego Luis Suarez tested mm. positive for yes. COVID nineteen. That really sucks. Yes, that does been, suck uh, big time. Would have been really awesome to see him against Barca, but you know, how are you feeling about uh, that game? 
I, I honestly haven't been able to spend too much uh, thought on it yet. Um, when the news broke that Luis Suarez wouldn't be hitting or wouldn't be able to play against Barcelona was kind of the first time that I came back to realization that the league was starting again this weekend and that Barca is playing Atletico. Uh, so it was, it was sort of a double... Uh, well, it was doubly disappointing in the sense that this game is one of the ones that you mark on your calendars and get hyped up and excited about. Uh, and then when you do, you realize that, you know, one of the best players on uh, the opposition won't be able to play. Uh, and that player is a player that you would have loved to have seen play against his ex-teammates where, you know, he became the third most prolific goal scorer in the club's history. So I think that in, in and of itself would have been just a great subplot and seeing him play against Messi and all of his old teammates, um, uh, just would have made made for a better game, and I genuinely believe that. I think uh, that Barca is gonna have we're gonna have a t- very tough time. I think um, it, it goes without saying that the team in form uh, coming into this as as heavy favorite has to be Atletico, and uh, you know there's always this talk of the the FIFA virus. Obviously, after a national or after a a break of of international football uh, that's usually the case with the big clubs like Barça, Real Madrid who have more international players of course being shipped off but Atletico as well Um, Atletico I think will will be the better team still on the night and and again I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous for it as in uh, this is a game where more points could be dropped and perhaps we could even say that one point would be a good point at this at this moment in time. It's uh, obviously with Suarez, it would have been better, but with or without Suarez, they look really good. Everyone from Marcos Llorente to João Felix is in form and they're playing well defensively, they're playing well offensively. Um, so... It'll be a great game. How's and, Joao been over the international break? I haven't actually kept tabs. I haven't. With, uh, I haven't Portugal. watched Portugal, but I uh, I saw that he scored today. Okay. Um, I think I saw that on Twitter uh, that he scored today. Let me just double check that. Portugal won three two against Croatia, and Joao Felix scored. Ah, so it was Portugal. Yeah, I thought it was France, Croatia. I'm all over the France, place. France, Croatia was at some point too. Again, I don't blame you at all for not remembering anything because <laughs> I don't remember anything either. And there's just too many things to remember: injuries, games, under twenty ones, Olympic qualifiers, COVID test results, injuries. Negative. I just did mine today or oh, yesterday. Mine Yeah, because I'm interviewing the Barca B team and or, or several players of the B team and and players of the Barca women's team tomorrow for the show. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it should be good. We always got to do the test beforehand, and I'm a little bit nervous because I'm not feeling really great, Kian. I'm, I'm the whole run-on joke of me having a stomach flu is not really getting that funny anymore <laughs> if you know what I mean you mean like physically you're ill like yeah I'm not good I'm not good I've been ill today and I've I've uh, had uh, it's just not been a good day how long have you been sick for 
Uh, just today, just got hit with a, something weird. I don't know. Mm. My stomach's been all over the place. And uh, again, I don't want to get into graphic details. I'll spare you those, Kim, my friend. Just hasn't been a pretty day. Well, rest up, man. I won't, given, given that, I won't keep you any longer. It's 11, 11.15-ish at night, right? Uh, where you are? Yes. So get some rest, get some sleep. Uh, let the Spain victory marinate. We'll reconvene Monday for some... Yeah. Churros either way. Don't For know what sure. flavor they'll be yet, but <laughs> given that we do have Barca, Atleti plus Real Madrid, Villarreal. So wait, no, but Friday kind of... we, we reconvene, no? For Oh, that's for patrons, right. Yeah, I, I lost track of this. Sorry. I, for some reason, I thought like today was Friday or something. I don't know. <laughs> I wish. I, I wish. need. Uh, I think I need the, the rest more than you do. Um, all right, Friday it is. Well, we can be Friday so we can actually do a proper. Uh, that's why I kind of squeeze in the athletic thing because I thought it was Friday. Ah, I'm, 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 you're jumping the gun here. Yeah, yeah, jump the gun. Front, okay, right. we'll, we'll do that properly in a couple of days. All right, and that'll Good. be over on patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. Follow us on Twitter at churros tacticas and enjoy these nice sweet churros tonight. And see you, see you guys Friday. Take Please care. Now. Thanks, Diego. Peace. Thanks, too. Ciao, ciao. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.